What is going on, everyone? It's the Flag on the Play podcast. My name is Danny GG, and welcome to the Week 9 Prediction Show for the 2023 NFL season. Joining me tonight is David and Tim. How's it going, guys? I feel good. I feel great. No, we're, we're living tonight. We're in sunny, sunny Miami. Remo- you know, podcasting remotely, but... We got a show to do, so let's get going. Hell yeah, man. David, sounds like you brought your setup. Sounds excellent. Very crispy, so thanks for that. Got to so, keep it professional, uh, my brother. Got to keep it oh, professional. Yeah. Awesome. So we got a lot of uh, games to look at here heading into week nine. We also have a lot of news as we have uh, approached the trade deadline here. A lot of key players moving around the league, so we're going to dive into all of that and more. Um, yeah, so what do you say we start off with our Muck Fun Day segment? So this is a continuation of our Tuesday show, where at the very end we predict the Monday night football game, because since we record Monday night, we don't talk about it then. Uh, so yeah, so for Muck Fun Day, it was the Raiders at the Detroit Lions. I predicted a 31-14 to 14 Lion win, which ended up uh, being pretty close, uh, ended up being 26-14, to 14, so... Yeah, pretty proud of that one, spot on. But Tim had a good guess too. He said I think a a nine point game. Uh, but regardless, pretty good. And uh, yeah, what do you guys have to say about this game? Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is a terrible, terrible quarterback, bordering on a bad person. <laughs> he had a rough night uh, on Monday. He had two disastrous overflow overthrows to uh, Devontae Adams that would have put the kept the game really close for Las Vegas, giving them a chance to win it, especially with it only being an 11 point, 12 point game at the end there. It's, it was a disaster. David, I know you've got thoughts on Jimmy G. Give it to me. No, no, I have thoughts on Jimmy G. I have thoughts on Joshua Daniels. I have thoughts on Bill Belichick. And I know that you're wondering, what does Bill Belichick have to do with Joshua Daniels and Jimmy G? Well, if you're asking that question, you obviously don't know history because once upon a time in a little town in New England, Foxborough is where the stadium is, the New England Patriots had one Josh McDaniel as their offensive coordinator and Jimmy Jimothy Garoppolo as their backup quarterback for Tom Brady. Now, the it's good to know that all of Belichick's essentially his assistants, his coordinators, um, folks who have been under his lineage have not been very good um, in, in when it comes to coaching at the pro level in the NFL. Let's, let's just spell out this picture for you. Romeo Cornell, not a very successful head coach. Um, Bill O'Brien, he had a, had a few years of success, but was eventually fired by the Texans. Joshua Daniels, fired by the Broncos in the second season, and now fired by the Raiders in his second season. Um. Oh. Oh my gosh. What is um Joe Judge fired in 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 uh in New York? Um. Who, who else? Uh, Matt and Patricia <laughs> fired in Detroit. Brian we're, Flores. We're, Brian Flores. Um. 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 The, the the dude who coached the Jets a million years ago. Um. It, it's. It, I think we're seeing that one. The Belichick co- coaching legacy is fraudulent. That's one. We'll talk about that later. But two. It, the way that he, the way that they evaluate players is god awful. Josh McDaniels, when he got the job in 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 Las Vegas, people thought he was going to reinvent that offense. Excuse me, and the first thing he did after having a one year under his belt was ship off Derek Carr and bring in Jim 
old Jim G, G not Jimmy G, Jim G. All right, because Jim G smells like pee. You understand? I'm just sick of it. I can't. Like I don't know what how many bar. times. I I don't know how you can turn the best wide receiver in the league into a middling bottom bottom fifteen. Um wide receiver in the league it doesn't make sense Devonte adams consistently is open every freaking play it doesn't make any it's, it's it boggles the mind you at, at least you can get a, a game manager a mac jones uh, a kirk cousins a uh, a dak prescott to throw the ball to an open receiver but jim g can't even do that i'm I don't think there is there's i don't think there's a coach in the nfl who deserved to get fired more than josh mcdaniel and uh, and uh, I'm happy about it. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie about it. He'll be fine. He's gonna get all that money because that's how the, those those coach contracts are guaranteed. He's gonna get all that money. But he, he there's no reason he should have been coaching on the on the NFL level. This Las Vegas team has players. Josh Jacobs is real. Max Crosby is real. Devontae Adams is real. You have a solid offensive line. Like come on, folks. Something's gotta give. And I think it was right that the coaching and the GM finally gave. Agreed on all fronts. It was a odd move to go off of Derek Carr and bring in Jimmy Garoppolo, who on his, at his very best is just as good as Derek Carr. And it's it was just an odd choice from the beginning, and I think that's it, eventually what did uh, old McDaniels and the GM in. Let's talk about Detroit real quick since they're the actual winners of the game. Uh, Jameer Gibbs really had an electric breakout performance rushing for over a hundred yards, had a long touchdown drive to put this one away eventually for Detroit and Detroit's past draft is, is funny. It's been a very good draft, but they picked all those players in the wrong order. If you ask me, they started with Jameer Gibbs with their first pick, got Brian branch later in the first round, then Jack Campbell. Normally it's the other way around. Normally you'll go safety first and then your linebacker and then your running back. Whatever their process worked, and they've got a lot of guys on this uh, on this team. And my personal favorite, Gator legend Alex Anzalone, leading the way, asserting himself as a top linebacker in the NFC, if not the whole league. Big day from him, shutting down this Raiders offense and costing Josh. Not very hard, Tim. It's not no, very not hard, very hard but Raiders impressive. Offense. Impressive uh, turnaround from Detroit for over these past two years. Really cool to see them perform in a big stage in their first Monday night game since 2018. Good on I, Detroit. I enjoy watching the Lions. I think I think they play really hard. I think they play with a, a physicality, a ferociousness. Um, besides the one game um, that they really just laid an egg against the Ravens this year, they've been competitive. And not only competitive, but they've been dominant in almost every game they've played. Um, good on the Lions. I'm, 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 I'm really excited to see where this franchise can go. Hell yeah. Agree with uh, everything you guys said. And uh, what do you say we get on to some news here and then into our picks because we got a lot of picks to talk about. Let's do it. And, uh, alrighty. So – Trade deadline is coming up here. A lot of key players moving around. Um, the one that I have most notably been on is defensive end Montez Sweat moving from the Washington Commanders to Chicago. And the Washington Commanders also gave up Chase Young to San Francisco, which these... Uh, Talk about the rich getting richer, bro. What the fuck? Well, that one should have been illegal, but Washington is just selling man i mean they just said you want our defensive line gone but 
pretty crazy. Um, I'll let you guys chat about some of these other ones because, God damn, some of these guys I've never even heard of. I know Josh Dobbs, but Rasul Douglas yeah. to the to the Bills is is big. Um, he's been really productive for Green Bay for the past few years. Um, it's gonna it's gonna shore up that Buffalo secondary that like is talented but is but is um but is weak at the de- weak in depth. Uh, I, I would say I think it's gonna be really good for them. Donovan Peoples Jones, um, he's a big body receiver um, for Detroit. Fast, yeah, big body, fast receiver for Detroit. Um, I think it's gonna be a real compliment to Amon Ra St. Brown. I think that'll let I think that'll let um, Amon Ra come out of the slot a little more. Let Donovan really really live out. Um. Uh, on the edges, really try to stretch the defense a little bit. Um, Josh Dobbs to Minnesota, I think, is really big. Obviously, with the, with the injury coming to Kirk Cousins, with which we I don't know it's been confirmed, but I think we all were expecting it's a torn Achilles. Um, and, and so, obviously, Minnesota they've been competitive the past few games, which surprised all of us, especially with Justin Jefferson going down. Josh Dobbs has been a serviceable quarterback for Arizona, which which was even more surprising than I think than, than mostly anything this season. And so I don't think he's he's not I don't think he's gonna play this week. But I, I is he? Do you know Tim if Josh Dobbs is playing this week? He Minnesota? will not uh Minnesota's indicating that they are turning to their rookie quarterback. His last name is Allen if I believe I've never heard of the guy. Um but he, I don't think it's a good idea uh, for Josh Dobbs to start. Um, it'll be fresh off the plane uh, to Minnesota. So I think they will start their backup quarterback this week. And then next week, it'll be Josh's do- uh, job. Yeah. All right. So um, obviously Minnesota is not giving up on this season, which who knows? I mean, they've been playing well these past few weeks, like a couple surprising wins, some really big performance performances from Addison. They're they're um, their young wide receiver. Um, so whenever Justin Jefferson does come back, um, there there might be um, a team that can make some noise in the NFC North. Um, I don't know. Like it's that that division is it's not wide open, obviously, because the Lions are obviously going to have it locked up. But for a wild card spot, who knows? Who knows? Um, another big another big move would be from Leonard Williams to Seattle. Um, that defense has already been sneaky good. Getting a really good defensive tackle to add some more pressure to the further front four, I think it's going to be really. I think it's going to be um, really impactful for for Seattle moving forward. Um, the offense is is working well, and that defense has already been sneaky good. I I think uh, Seattle's really starting to turn into a, a playoff contender. What do you think, Tim? Uh, yeah, they are tied for the lead of the NFC West with uh, San Francisco tripping up over these past few weeks. This is a great move for Seattle. A little bit expensive, a second-round pick for a guy who's 33, 34. Seems a little rich for my blood, but great. I, I, They got their eyes on the prize. I really think Pete Carroll sees a, a chance to make a run with this team. They're playing great. Yeah, it's so, you know, obviously not as big as a trade deadline day as last year. More serviceable pieces being moved. I think the Chase Young um, – trade and the Josh Dobbs trade were probably the two most um, notable especially for Chase Young that's like he, he's obviously battled some injuries but that that that's a stud and so now you're gonna have Chase Young and Nick Bosa coming at you from both ends and uh, that that front four is gonna be crazy in San Francisco but that uh, guy's you know, showing out the pass rush a little bit over in San it's the I think I think it's the first time that number one picks um, not not necessarily like number one overall, but number one picks for teams from the same 
university um, um, in consecutive years are on, are on the same team. So it's um, which with with Nick Bosa in 2019 and Chase Young in 2020. So it's you're like wow. I don't know. So I don't know. The devil works hard, but John Lynch works harder because he he just stacks that team up with talent, especially on the defensive side of the ball. That is his calling card. Trade deadline is coming, gone. Let's move into some other bits and pieces of news around the league. Uh, We touched on this earlier. This is the biggest news to come out of Las Vegas. We've got our guy Sebastian in Vegas right now doing some original reporting on this. We'll get back to you with that next week. We'll get some boots on the ground there. Raiders coach Josh McDaniels and their GM Ziegler have both been fired. Mark Davis had seen enough. Dropped a 2 a.m. Wednesday morning news bomb that both the general manager and the head coach have been fired. They are hitting a hard reset, not only in the front office and their head coaching position, but at the quarterback position because Jimmy Garoppolo has been benched for rookie Aiden O'Connell, the Irish legend. They are doing a full reboot in Las Vegas, and it's crazy to see because they just had a tumultuous year two years ago uh, with the firing of John Gruden, and they find themselves right back at square one again. I'm telling you, man, you can't hire these Belichick assistants. The only one who's really worked out has been Mike Vrabel. But he wasn't an assistant. Well, he was. No, no, no. He's he wasn't an assistant. He was He was a player for them, and he coached on the Texans. There's, a, there's an infamous scene from um, Hard Knocks with the Texans where um, a, Texas, a Texans linebacker, the, the, the play call in practice was ram left, which means that the linebacker sets the edge on the left. And when they called it, the linebacker le- said, ram left, and then there was hut, and then he fucked up the play. And so Mike Vrabel got in his face and said, hey, you know what a ram is? And the guy said, yeah. He said, then ram left. You know, one of those things. <laughs> and so real funny. Mike Vrabel's done a really good job in, in Tennessee, but he's the only one who can even – he's the only real coach that you can even have a link to Bill Belichick that's had any success, except for Bill Bryan. Bill Bill, Bill O'Brien. Bob. Um but even then, he's had to go through the, the Saban and Belichick the revamp um, campaign through, uh, you know what I mean. But anyways, move on to other news. And the last bit of news, more quarterback news. Arthur Smith is t- finally done with the bullshit, has benched Desmond Ritter, put in Taylor Heineke. Looks like uh, they finally saw enough at Atlanta against their game with Tennessee, where once Heineke entered the game, suddenly they could move the ball. Heineke will be taking over starting duties for the Atlanta Falcons starting this week. Yet to be determined if he will be the start of the rest of the way. But as for this week, we don't need to watch Desmond Ritter mess everything up again. He's so bad. It's I hate dogging on the guy. He's a young guy, but man, just he's really bad. He's, he's really that bad. Seems, that team's too good, bro. It's just that team is too good for him to. To be to be wasting Kyle Pitts' career, Drake London's career, Bijan Robinson's career—it's just it's just too good. Yeah, I, I, it's one of the funny observations I've seen floating around is that with uh, Josh McDaniels being fired, uh, in part because of his handling of the quarterback situation, Arthur Smith realized he has to get his shit together and play the better quarterback. It's uh, funny to see. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's all writing on the wall for uh, the eventual Fields trade. Book it. Been saying it all year. It's gonna happen. I've got my eyes wide open. I can't wait. 
Yeah, then he's going to go to Atlanta and win a Super Bowl with them calling him now. Yeah, Atlanta can't win a Super Bowl. They'll just choke it again. Yeah, probably. Uh, all right, next up, we got our records here from our weekly pick'em. Like we chatted about on Monday night, Tim has pulled ahead with a monstrous week. He got the Monday night game correct as well. So Tim is in the lead with 73 wins. Colin, second place, 72. I'm in third. Wait, hold on. This is this is out of date. Tim's in, in the lead with 73 wins. Colin is also tied in the lead with 73. Kind of sus. I'm in second place with 71. David in third with 69. <laughs> nice. Sebastian in last with 67. So pretty fun little game we've been playing. Kind of, you know, kind of makes you think like, what if we did bet big money on it? We're all over 500 pretty decently. So if I was putting big bucks on the money line all year, I'd be swimming in it. Swimming. Yeah. So, all right. Well, speaking of betting, what do you say we get into our week nine preview here? Let's get it. Tennessee at Pittsburgh. Let's 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 hit it. I'll start this one off. Um, so Tennessee Titans at, at Pittsburgh Steelers. Will Levis is starting at quarterback for the Titans. Surprise start from him. Four touchdowns last week. Um, the Steelers. Kenny Pickett is hurt, and I do not trust their backup quarterback. Um, I don't know how the Steelers rally around anything, and the Titans have a rallying cry with. Not with um Will Levis, who made DeAndre Hopkins look like the DeAndre Hopkins of old. We're just going to open up the running lanes for Derrick Henry. I'm going to take the Titans big on this one. I waffled back and forth on this one, but ultimately what pushed me towards the Titans is that Kenny Pickett's questionable and Minka Fitzpatrick will be out for this game. I'm going with Tennessee. Yeah, having watched the uh, Jacksonville-Pittsburgh game last week and – Seeing them put Mitch Trubisky in there and he throws a couple horrible picks, there's no shot. I picked up Tennessee defense for fantasy this week. I'm going to Titans. All right. Dolphins at Chiefs, but really it's an international game. This one's happening in Frankfurt, Germany. Go ahead, Tim. Take it away. This one will be a huge, huge, huge measuring stick for the Miami Dolphins, who are yet to beat a team with a winning record this year. They handle the business against the teams they should, but when they run up against stiffer competitions, things can get a little dicey. This is the game of the week uh, for anybody paying attention. The Miami Dolphins and the Kansas City Chiefs, two of the best teams in the NFL, and in front of an international audience, which will be wonderful to see. I think a sneaky thing to look look for is who gets to Germany first? Who is spending more time to get acclimated to the new time zone? Who is spending more time getting used to the, their new environment and getting plenty of delicious German beer to drink? And that would be the Dolphins. They are getting there early. But as I said earlier, uh, it's tough to say. I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. I think they are going to come out angry, especially dropping that game against the Denver Broncos. And I don't. And time. I'm taking the. All right. I'm taking the Dolphins. I'm going Fins here. I think it's going to be a good one. All right. Arizona Cardinals at Cleveland Browns. Take it away, Danny. Oh, man. Uh, Two shitters of some teams here, but the Browns have really good defense and the Cardinals got nothing. So I think we're all going to take the Browns here. Easy. Yeah, Browns. 
Browns. All right, that was pretty easy. I probably should give this one to you, Danny. But you know what? Let's do let's do the snake format this time. Chicago Bears at New Orleans Saints. You again, Danny. All righty. I was originally going to go to this game. Uh, glad I'm not because of how in shambles we are. I believe Fields will be back though, so that could be interesting. Um, Fields is going to throw a bomb and cut the lead down to 21. Saints win. <laughs> I can't trust the Bears as far as I could throw them. I picked them last week against a hapless Chargers team, and they got blown out. Give me the Saints. Yeah, give me the Saints. All right, we are snaking, so it's you up, Tim, with the Los Angeles Rams at Green Bay Packers. Matthew Stafford is questionable for this game with a thumb injury. Spells a lot of doom for the Rams because he was doing a lot to keep that team competitive. He was playing excellently. Stats won't tell you that, but he has been slinging it. With him out, it is unclear who the Rams will turn to as Stetson Bennett is unavailable for this week. They may turn to Brett Ripien, I read. I don't like the, I don't like that at all. I don't like the Packers, but I don't like third string quarterbacks. I'm going to go with Green Bay here. Oh my god, I didn't know that Matt was hurt. Okay, um, whatever. I I picked the I picked the Rams before it, and I don't trust the Packers. I'm picking the I'm picking the Rams. I'm going Rams too. Even a third string quarterback's better than Jordan Love. All right, moving forward, Minnesota Vikings at Atlanta Falcons. Um, Vikings are down their starting quarterback with Kirk Cousins out with what we think is an Achilles injury. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are down a starting quarterback as they benched <laughs> Desmond Ritter. But honestly, they might be moving on to a real quarterback in Taylor Heineke, a Green Lizard, the legend of the of the, of the Meadowlands. No, he wasn't the Meadowlands. He played for he played for the the Washington DC. Commies. Yep. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Falcons. I think they're an overall more talented team. I think the Vikings are better coached, um, and they've been playing competitively, but I'm going to say that the Falcons, you know, it's it's at home. I think they're going to have a little bit more of an edge, especially with a week under t- with Taylor Heineke getting first um, start, starter reps. So I'm going to go with the Falcons over the Vikings. Yeah, I like the Falcons too. I don't like their backup situation until uh, the Vikings get Dobbs playing. Uh, give me the Falcons. Agree with Tim. Go on, Falcons. All right, we're snaking back to you, Tim. Seahawks at Ravens. This one is also going to be a very tight game. The Ravens are sneakily 6-2, and two, a very quiet, really good record, um, and they look to have the potential to be a Super Bowl contending team. And if you look across the country to Seattle, Seahawks think they've got a contender as well. With the acquisition of Leonard Williams, I think this Seahawks team will be really looking to stuff, stuff the run especially to stymie Gus Edwards, who had a big week last week. They will try to beat, have Lamar beat them with his arm, and wouldn't you know, he can do that too. Give me the – who the hell did I pick? Jesus. You know what? Tim. I'm flexing my pick. I'm picking the Ravens in this oh, one. Lamar's oh, game. surprise. Yeah, yeah look at that. Me. Give me the Ravens. Oh, I'm locking the sheet. Right. We're lock- You're locking the who? I'm locking the sheet. You can't switch it. Oh, he's oh. switching it. Oh man! All right, I'm taking the Ravens too. Yeah, uh, I think it comes down to quarterback play in this one, and Lamar is playing lights out. So Ravens. All right, this is going down to you, Danny. Bucks at Texans. Oh, Bucks! I'm taking the Tim game. All right. Um, Yeah, this one's this one's a toss up. I 
I hope the Bucks make a change at quarterback. I think there's potential, <laughs> but the last week was just abysmal. You don't and want Trask, man. I'm telling you right now, you don't want him. Anything's better than Baker, but I mean, man. that's I mean, maybe not. <laughs> maybe not as anything's better than Baker. Uh, it's a toss up, but I'm going to go Bucks because I think they bounce back. And I, I still don't think Houston's all that good, but you never know with Houston. I don't know. They, they whooped Jacksonville. So Bucks for now. Oh, God. I refuse to believe this Bucks team is this bad. I know they are, but I just can't accept it just yet. If they lose this one, I'm all the way out. Give me the Bucks. All right, yeah, give me the Texans. All right, we're snaking back to you, Tim. Commies at New England. A couple of weird teams in this one. The Commanders were big sellers at the trade deadline this past week. Patriots stayed pretty quiet but did lose Kendrick Bourne, their top receiver for the year. Not that, like, their receivers have been any good, but Kendrick Bourne has been the best of them. But... With the Commanders selling at the deadline, you think if they're just going to try to blow it up and just see what they've got and a bunch of random uh, players that they have in the practice squad, who knows what's going to happen. Could get weird in this one, but I do like what Sam Howell's done thus far. Give me the Commanders going up to Foxborough and getting a win. Oh, God, this is such an ugly game. <laughs> like, like, like this is, this is going to be offense times nothing. Um or offense abounds. I don't know. You, you can never tell with either the Patriots or the commies. Um, give me the Patriots. Um, I don't know. Last week's win. Like I don't know. It, it's it's a Belichick team and uh, the mystique. Yeah, give me the Patriots. Yeah, a lot of weirdness happening. Toss-up for me. But the thing that put me over the edge is uh, the commies just literally trashed their entire defensive line. So I'm going to go Patriots, but not confidently. All right. Colts at Panthers. This is me. Oh, I I actually believe in the Indianapolis Colts, and I know that sounds strange. They've lost a couple really close games, a couple shootouts. I don't know what's going on with their defense. It's suppo- It was supposed to be better this year than it was. Um but Gardner Minshew has been serviceable and more than serviceable. Actually, like he's gone toe to toe with some of the better offenses in this league. Um, obviously, obviously Shane Steichen knows what he's doing. I think he's going to coach him up. Um, the Panthers, they, they've won, they, they won their first game this past, this past week. Um, I still don't trust that Panthers line to protect Bryce Young. And I think the Colts can get some pressure on him. And so I'm going to go ahead and take the Colts to win at Panthers. Jonathan Taylor looked to have been dinged up in the first half, which would help to explain why he was so absent in the second half of last week's Colts game. Hopefully he's all right, but even without him, I do like what uh, Indianapolis has more than Carolina thus far, giving the Colts. Yeah, Carolina got their big one and only win last week, so it's time for the Colts. Give me Indy. All right, Dallas at Eagles. Actually, I want to take this one. Can I take this one? Go for it. All right. So the Cowboys have been, I don't know, like they're like they, they have a good record this season. They're six and two, right? Am I am I right on that? Five and two. Five and two, excuse me, because they had that's right, because they had a buy. Um, I don't know. The, Cow- the Cowboys have been competitive these past few weeks, and 
I, they have all the talent on on the defensive end to make you think that they can be a legitimate contender, not just for the playoffs or for the Super Bowl. Um, Dak Prescott has not been turning the ball over. He's been playing his best football since the bye week. Um, getting the ball to C.D. Lamb, really um, the offensive line has started to shore up with them getting healthy. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles, there, but they also look like they're getting back on track. Um, Jalen Hurts is getting the ball consistently to – um, A.J. Brown, who's looking like uh, the top three receiver in the NFL, also spreading it around to Devontae Smith. We've seen more Devontae Smith sightings these past few weeks. Um, I, I think with the Eagles get with the Eagles getting um, Kevin um, Kevin Byard from the Titans, that's gonna that's gonna make that defense just that much that much better. Um, this is gonna be a, a, a real competitive game. Um, I honestly don't know which way I'm I'm, I'm going. I the, the smart in me is obviously says Eagles, but something tells me um, that the Dallas Cowboys have a little something. Even Jerry Jones this week, like was on his best behavior. He wasn't talking his shit against the Eagles, a, an in division opponent. Um, th- this is going to be a sne- not a sneaky game. This is just going to be a really good game. I think. I hope. You know, sometimes these 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 competitive games turn out to be blowouts. I'm, I'm going to go with a gut. I'm going to go with a gut feeling here. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Hey, I love it. Nice ballsy pick. Uh, I'm going the opposite way. Dallas need this one in a big way to stay alive in this division to get to where they want to eventually be. They're not going to do it. Give me the Eagles. Yeah, David, uh, that's cool and all, but the Cowboys ain't any good this year. Give me the Eagles. Uh, <laughs> yeah. moving, for- <laughs> moving forward, Giants at Raiders. Just go ahead and take this one, Danny. Yeah, I mean, the Raiders just fired everyone and they're absolute garbage. <laughs> so yeah. the Giants better win, but I'm not I'm not super sure of that either. But I'm just going to pick the Giants for the hell of it. This is uh, a battle of literally who's at quarterback. Uh, we don't know if Daniel Jones will be starting. He has suffered another neck injury. That's two in one year. That is really dangerous. Uh, so to Rod Taylor... Still out. Last we heard from, him, he was still in the hospital. Uh, he was so released. He was released. He was released. Out of, okay, out of Hackensack Hospital. Whew. Well, if Terod Taylor plays, I like the Giants here. But if they have to turn to Tinkus McPingus again, oh my god! <laughs> Who the fuck is Tinkus McPingus? Uh, I'm gonna take the Raiders in this one. I think they're gonna come out angry. I think Devonta Adams is gonna have a big game because he's gonna be free from the shackles of Josh McDaniels. And I, I liked Aiden McConnell to just lock into his Damn, best player. Time is up. Yeah. Uh, I don't give a fuck about the goddamn Raiders. They suck. Everybody sucks. And now they have, they're, they're turning to Antonio Pierce for their coaching. Yeah. I don't trust them as far as I can throw a school bus. Let me take the giants. Nice. Moving forward. A uh, big Sunday night game, Buffalo bills at Cincinnati Bengals. Tim, this is all yours. Barn burner. This one is going to be great. Joe Burrow is playing like we all know who, who he is as the second best quarterback, just behind Pat Mahomes. You take your pick, either him or Josh Allen. Oh, you're going to make it. You're going to you're going to upset a, a certain fan of ours, Tim, by saying that one. Oh Tim. my bad. Oh no, my you didn't say. Oh no, but it's all right. get this one. Number one, one of these quarterbacks is a total fraud. One is not. Give me the Bengals. Joe is going to light up this Bills secondary, especially missing Tredavious White. It's going to be nasty. Give me the Bengals. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and uh, 
you know, it's Jermaine. Burro! Throwing it to Jamar. It's, I think the offense is really starting to look back on track now that Joe's fully healthy. The ankle, excuse me, the calf injuries behind him. Give me the Bengals over the Bills. I agree with you guys. Bengals are going to win this one big. Big, big. And the Monday night game. They... The league has got to stop putting the Jets on primetime games. But, Danny, it's all yours. I know it's your favorite quarterback uh, playing playing New revenge. York. Los Angeles Chargers at New York Jets. Mm, yes. Yeah. So, I said it last week. No one wanted to hear it. But I think the Chargers are total frauds. They're not any good. The only reason they looked any good is because they were playing against the Bears. And I, I think they're going to get exposed. And, and the whole Herbert love story is going to come crashing to an end here and the Jets defense is going to shred them up and uh, yeah I think the Jets are going to win this one uh, this might be a hot take uh, I don't think it will be high scoring because the Jets offense having trouble but yeah I I think I like the green boys here I think Robert Salas said it best after they beat the Eagles a few weeks back that the New York Jets had run through a gauntlet of quarterbacks and had embarrassed all of them. I think they will embarrass Justin Herbert again, but Zach Wilson is so bad that he will lose the game for the Jets. Give me the Chargers in prime time. I love how good the New York Jets is. I'm pretty sure I called it they were going to be the best defense this season. And right now they're only being outpaced by the Browns. Um, I, that being said, I think the Chargers put it together. Unfortunately, because I'm the lead campaigner for fire, Brandon Staley, this season. This season. You understand? So, ah, I, I do think the Chargers are going to pull this one out. The Jets have been on a hot streak winning games that honestly they, they have no business winning um but i um i believe that justin herbert is going to continue to put together putting up um building off of a real strong performance this past week um through the chargers over the jets hell yeah all right got a lot of uh controversial picks this week so let's see maybe one of us pull ahead it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good week of football. Um, these past few weeks have been really good. Um, some some big upsets. Um, I think I think the league is in a, is in a really really good state. Lots of good young quarterbacks. Really good coaching happening. Some some surprisingly. Um, there's, there's a surprising amount of parity happening throughout um, both conferences. Obviously, I think no one no one wants to mess with the, the top of the AFC um, and the NFC. Has has talent surprising from every corner, so it's it's well, the league's in a good state. I'm excited for this week's uh, this week's slate of games. Oh yeah! So one last thing here, we're missing Sebastian, so no still cold locks officially. But if you guys were to channel your inner Sebastian, let's go around and let's pick the one game of our picks that we would think would be our stone cold lock. So. Brain waves flowing. Um, what just the, happened? It's the thinking sound, bro. Oh yeah, my is. god! Uh, two, two peas in a pot electrocuting each other. Jesus um, Christ! I think the Stone Cold Lock for me is going to be the Jets over the Chargers. I think that's my Ooh, that's Sebastian a good one. Stone Cold Lock. 
You taking that money line? You, you got you taking points? What are you What are you doing there? Hmm. I like these thinking sounds. Hmm. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Chargers minus three. Yeah, just give me the Jets outright here. Chargers way overrated. Great pick. I'm going up north. The Rams are favored by one and a half. I'm taking the Packers straight up, especially with Matt Stafford questionable. Give me the pack. Um, give me the give me the Browns over the Cardinals, and and take the points because that the Cardinals are a god awful team, and they just and they just shipped away the the quarterback, <laughs> like the quarterback that was leading them to look competitive. Um, and I don't know how you can make one and seven look competitive, but that's what Josh Dobbs is doing, and they don't have Josh Dobbs anymore. So whoever's going to be their signal caller has to go against the best defense in the league and the 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 current front runner for defensive player of the year in miles Garrett. So uh, give me the Browns. I'm locking that up. What's your, what's your stipulation? Are you taking the Browns minus eight? Yeah, bro. Easy. All right. Browns minus eight. All righty. Well, that's going to take us to the end of the show here, fellas. Good work. We did it. Easy, breezy, beautiful. Cover football. Hey, Hey, very cool. All right, Tim, hit the music. Follow us on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. See you. Peace.